Hello and welcome to the Chattercape Podcast. <laughs> See what I did there? I did the and classic. And just add the, the on the end. Yeah, I, I did the. Oh, on the beginning, sorry, not I, the end. I did the classic uh, movie trailer, just putting the third in front of everything, even though it's just like a lame attempt at making a sequel title. <laughs> well, the, it's, it's the reboot title. Yeah, it's a, it, this is a reboot. So for people who don't know, I'm the, the drinking Thomas Hughes. This is my voice. And I'm Connor O'Shea. Okay, it's Zenith Fire. Also on Twitch now, Zenith Fire Gaming, because uh, I lost my privilege <laughs> of having my account, so reboot. <laughs> <laughs> reboot all around. Um, yeah, so just to explain a few things, how it's obviously going to work. Obviously, before we ha- did, well, as point of recording the 64, but a point of video going out to be 65 episodes of the old review layout of Chatter Cave. Obviously, we felt like a bit of a change. Uh... We don't, we, you know, it's it's a it's a lot of work trying to get everyone together for uh, a movie review. Like you I don't, mean, re- everyone's busy. Exactly. So I, I I thought it's trying to free up a bit of weekends so we can actually do stuff if we want to in person or even D and D, which we're planning on. Actually, I'm sort of very 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 early stages of working on. Like I mean, I've got the, the end before the beginning. <laughs> I've got the end, and that's mainly it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, just trying to free that up. So it literally, it's just a month to Friday recordings or editing or whatnot. So you know, there's that. Uh, so yeah, I, I I did speak to Hayden. She was like, and I said, oh, it's it's a bit weird. I was like, it's one year, two months, and sixty five episodes later, and we're ending it for now. And uh, she's like, I oh, just get up by four. Get to that sixty nine point. I said to her, I said, okay, I'm obviously I, still. Four things that we could obviously talk about in a proper review podcast. So I was like, okay, so there's obviously Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, and we could always even do both the uh, first and second when it comes out Witcher series. That would bring us to 69. I said, that would be it. We're done then. Show's over. We're cancelled. We've hit the number. This is her. Is it the... 69 or 420, so. Uh, I feel like it'd be a long time before we ever hit 420 on that one. But uh, yeah, so. That's we're, we're waiting for the right moment to bring that normal one back. So for now, she's now replaced with Connor. I feel bad. I feel like a replacement. I, I'm not. A, you recast. Uh, I recast. I'll, I'll recast. Yeah. Recast. To be fair, though. To be fair, though, she's got her own show coming out in September. I've get, also. I've, I was the first guest on this channel. Exactly, so you know, no. I, I brought you back. Full circle. Yeah, you literally, my, my first video was with you. Yeah, old man Rich. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. I, I recall <laughs> that there. I can't believe you remember that one. Old man Rich. Rocket oh. League video watching yes. that. Yes, roll around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, obviously, she's got her own show, so you'd, yeah, you'd have to worry about anything. That should be interesting. What show? Is it anything in works yet, or is it? Uh, she's doing basically like a, a and obviously uh, instead of like doing an overall TV review, we're like picking out specific episodes of like TV shows in a certain like category. So like a crossover episode. And oh she, yeah. She's gonna like over the course of like, like say like twenty episodes, she's gonna review twenty different crossover episodes in like a, a twenty minute window or something like that. And she's gonna have like a Top Gear style ranking, like I used to do with the early chat case, the, the little ranking. And obviously at the end, obviously you'll have a top ten ranking of 
how she puts these, say, crossovers or musical episodes or that sort of idea. That's the sort of idea we're going with. Are we talking about the rankings in like the fastest lap or the ranking on the big board with the Sub Zero and the super cool one? No one about it. I watched too much Top Gear. You know, they had two, didn't they? They had a big board that they put the cars on, which were like cool oh. or rubbish, and then had the time one as well. Maybe the older season. Oh, we're, we're going off a tangent already. <laughs> probably probably the more the, the uh, time lapse. No, the time lapse. Because one. that's an easier sort of one to put it down to, because I can't fucking remember the other one. <laughs> Up and down instead of like crap to good. Uh, it's yeah. kind of like that. They're like, here's the bad cars. Yeah. Here's the amazing cars. So I've literally got like track down like 20 episodes, but the, obviously, because that, since she works weekdays like us, but obviously we were able to work around ours. Because uh, we work the same shift. Yes. <laughs> um, which is why I chose you as my new co host. Um, we work the night shift, as you can tell from the bags under my eyes. <laughs> I just realised my, my shirt's not fully t- uh, buttoned up. Um, bottom bottom. No, bottom. <laughs> um, yeah. Bags under your eyes. We look really wrinkly now. Old. You know, yada yada. <laughs> 23 <laughs> fingers, 70. <laughs> we, we're becoming old man rich. Oh my god. Full circle. Um, we'll go bald eventually. <laughs> probably. Probably. Uh, if it's anything like your old man, you're definitely going to go bald at some point. I'm not. I mean, look at the forehead already. Um, yeah, obviously, she's would have to be obviously like a Saturday uh, recording, so that would be the only time that I'd be recording on Saturdays. But we're going to bulk record it for the fact that it's a lot. It's shorter videos, it's shorter uh, watch times of episodes. So it's literally you can record like five or six of these rankings in one weekend. Yeah, true. Twenty minute segments each one. Exactly. So it's obviously a lot easier than it's a lot easier than obviously trying to get together like an hour long podcast with her. So, you know, I mean, yeah, something to look forward to, but I'll give her a break until like the back end of August before we actually start sitting down and recording. It gives me time give to actually sort of yeah, yeah, it gives, focus on work. <laughs> gives, it gives her a break and gives me a chance to focus on trying to write a D&D campaign, um, trying to write the screenplay for the sh- uh, short we're working on, which hopefully should be filmed at the end of August. Fingers crossed. Possibly. Um, and, you know, just try and finish my book as well. Try and write that. Definitely got to get D and D in soon. Yeah. I want to. I want to come round and try and do my usual. Try and make love taps at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have made like three. I've only obviously made three characters for the story so far. And it's like a a barman, his wife, and his daughter. And I can see what's going to happen with you there. You're going to bang the barman. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And he's going to he's going to fall for it, and then, you know, yeah. so there's going to be some more barman babies. I'm just going to have a nap 20 and just get everyone in the bar. <laughs> Barman butt babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm obviously trying to mash slow stuff together, which is why we've rebooted to allow me the weekends to work on this kind of stuff. And you mentioned a lot about reboots, actually. Yeah, because... Hmm. What's the topic of this episode? The topic of this episode is reboots. So that can be anything, really. Movie, TV, comic, games... Oh, us, uh, music because technically some, sometimes music gets remade, re- yeah. rebooted. Yeah, kind of remastered, I suppose, in a weird way. Obviously, Lionel Richie, hello. Adele did the same thing remake, reboot. It's a confusing one in music because it's covers. But has there been a band in, in, that has in rebooted? A, in a vein, though, it is like kind of a reboot. But obviously, it is a cover, but in a vein, it's a sort of remake, reboot of that sort of 
beloved thing. Yeah, it's first time. But I know that obviously the one we we were talking about in the build up to all this was obviously God of War. So obviously that had its main three installments, uh, obviously the old ones in uh, Athens. It obviously had loads of spin offs as well, didn't it? Yeah, it was like a few, didn't have like a PSP little title, yeah. and then obviously little things like him being included in more combat and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, these little like, spin offs, and then obviously the. What year did they announce the game? I know it came out in 2018, but what year was it announced? Was it like 2016 before that? 2016 was. Or maybe it was announced. No, 2017, I think, they showed the first trailer, right? Let's have a look. I'm I, don't, I, can't, I think I'm, it was 2017. I'm, I'm the wiki man here. Um. So it was announced. Scrolling down Wikipedia, uh, development was began in 2014. 2014, Jesus! I know there was coming to the end of the deadline, and there's loads of bugs, and it was all panicking, and it came out, and it, it like critical acclaim, and it was like, oh, thank God! It was confirmed by the director, uh, Corey Barlog, uh, at the yeah, first annual like, PlayStation Experience on December 6th that year, when it was in very oh. development. But it was. Uh, it wasn't until 2016 that some concept art was actually leaked. Obviously showing off this new Norse thing. And then obviously the official announcement came uh, 2016's Electronic Entertainment Expo, E3. I should have just read further ahead and this is E3. So you're going through <laughs> the entire name. Uh, can we reboot this now right again? Um, yeah, go again. Uh, it was announced uh, at 2016's E3. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you. Uh, obviously with some gameplay demo that confirmed that it was Norse. And uh, obviously, this is obviously the first sort of one since God of War 3, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, God of War 3, and then it went to this one, I believe. Yeah. So obviously, I never played any God of Wars in my life. I didn't really have PlayStation 4 till well, I was working at Smith, so what, 2016? Back in 2016 was the first time I got PlayStation 4. I was, I was an Xbox guy. Can't start um, Xbox now. Shit. Um, <laughs> PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, yeah, God of War, originally. Don't think it. Obviously, it might have re-released on PlayStation 4, but can't remember. I Maybe had, on the store. I think the, only, the closest I got to PlayStation years ago was obviously the original P- PlayStation. That little fucking little box. Grey box. Oh, the little tiny one. The, the really, but the rounded one. The Not one. the big Xbox one. No, it's like a really small one. the two buttons and it, one open the yeah, little... and one yeah. turn it on. Yeah. yeah, you had like the, the one after the OG. I had both. One was broke, though. <laughs> I remember having like a little... Uh, Easter egg sticker with a little bunny and some eggs on it. I stuck on there once. God, that was like. I was born in 98. I've got to have been playing that in like 2000 or something. I remember Tony Hawk's being the most played game. I play that. That's all I used to play on it. That Tony or. What's it against? I used to have, have Parangish Time Force because that was my big jam back in the day. Still is now, I but I need to fucking track it. It was literally all you had to do was like, it, like play the theme song and whatnot and you get into the game. You just. You can only choose like one, one or two characters, and you just run around like it's really like old school graphics, like punching enemies that run it, yeah. And then like you get into like a big Megazord fight at the end. It's like a massive stadium, where it's like a sort of like Mortal Kombat massive fight, but obviously not as brutal. And then you obviously jump to the next setting, and then so on and so forth until you unlock certain things. Uh, quite a fun game back in the day. Um, and what was the one I used to play? Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> I used to play, what, have PlayStation that. One? I used to have that on PlayStation One. Who wants Is to it be... Chris Tarrant one? Yeah, Chris Tarrant. Yeah. Yeah, blah, 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 something got it wrong. I think I remember if, if, it. if I can track it down for the next episode, I will because obviously this is going out a bit earlier than it, Was it the I, one that you always did like uh fifty fifty or phone a friend and you always gave you the wrong answer? One of them, I think it's phone a friend, always gave me the wrong answer. I, I don't think I, I ever got it right. 
if, if, so if, I, if I can track it down before, obviously, we record the next one, which was like, what, two weeks away? Because we, uh, we did this one a bit early just to test it and whatnot. Um, obviously, then I will literally show them if I can find the games because I still got them somewhere in the house. They're literally somewhere. I think some of them are in this drawer down by my knee. So I think I might have played it. I feel like I had like a TV version. You know, you put my like, DVD player. Oh, I used, than, all, like, I used to have all. I used to have yeah, all. them. Like deal, or no, deal or no yeah. deal. Um, bullseye. It is like a British thing. <laughs> I don't think this is like an American. People are going to be like, "What is bullseye?" <laughs> uh, you throw darts at a board, and uh, a cow comes on and goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then you win. Number one, for <laughs> <a> special prize. <laughs> 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 uh, Where do you live? I live in the middle of Birmingham. Here's a speedboat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want a caravan? Here you go. You've won a caravan. <laughs> Ah, uh, I'm pretty certain there's like game shows similar in America that did that sort of thing. Oh, they have like the prices right and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think there's obviously very similar ones, but I don't think that there is bullseye over there. Could be wrong. People don't know. listening. They have that, they have that thingy as well. Oh, Vernon Kay used to host it in the UK. It's like, show me the board. Family Fortune. No. Oh my God. Yeah, Family Fortune. Family Fortune. I thought you said Wheel of Fortune at first. No, family, yeah, Fortune. family Fortune. And Wheel of Fortune is one. There's loads. Family Feud is in America, isn't it? Uh, it might have been, yeah. I think it is, because I've seen Always Sunny, they go on that, don't they? Yeah, and uh, so a lot of Saturday Night Live sketches of that. Yeah. I just can't think of his name, the guy with the moustache. The one ah. who looks like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> um, family Feud. Uh, are you talking about... Mr. <laughs> Potato Head, man. Steve Harvey. Yeah, that's it. You gotta put a picture up of him and Mr. Potato next to each other. <laughs> I, I just found a guy's balls and went, yeah, it must be the guy he's talking about. The moustache. Tell me he doesn't. <laughs> In a vein, yes. Um, <laughs> we've definitely gone massively off topic. <laughs> uh, back onto reboot. Um, but yeah, obviously, I had the OG PlayStation, and I, well, the one after the OG, and I had uh, PSP. Mad PSP. That's I had a Vita, but I didn't play that as much. I had the one when they like the disc block on the back, and it goes. <laughs> I think Mine was busted. Does it? You pressed it, the spring would just shoot your little disc out. <laughs> aim, it, <laughs> aim, it, aim it at someone. <laughs> I had the white one. I had the the white one. And it just got like totally ruined. I dropped it so many times. Took it to school, obviously, and it's just like destroyed. I, think I, had I don't the, know. If I, still the, got that. I think I had the black one. I think the white one was like a limited release. But I remember someone being like, "Yeah, I, I don't I play it." So I've, still I got, I've still got mine somewhere. Again, I think it may be in that cupboard. I don't remember any games on that. I was only playing Sudoku and Tekken. That was the only two games I think I played on that. Oh, what did I play on that game? Here's my mo- uh... I think God of War. I think I might have looked at God of War when that was released, and I was like, "Oh no," because I didn't understand. I was a bit young. I think yeah. I, re- I think I remember playing Ratatouille on it. That's how old that is. I tried oh, to play I a Yu Gi Oh game, but it, the PSP just would not accept the game. It's a brand new game. Put it in. It's like nope. Oh, okay. I remember. Here we go. I swear to God, if if I remember correctly, I used to have SpongeBob the movie on one of those discs that you could watch on it. I used to take it in the car. I think uh, it's SpongeBob the movie. Yeah, because that's the thing with the PSP. You used to be able to buy like the movies, couldn't you? It's like MIDI DVDs or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I might have had one. I can't remember what one. I think all I used to replay on it was like fucking Star Wars Battlefront. 
I don't remember what games. Battle- I, I remember it was Tekken. I think Battlefront 2 was the only one I really played on it. That was it. I can't remember much else. It's been that long. But yeah, obviously, those are the only two PlayStations I ever owned. I played, don't worry, I, I played a PlayStation 2 before, but I never owned one. But obviously, when I saw the trailer for God of War uh, 2018, because this is before I knew you, wasn't it? This came out. Yeah, but I, either we just started working together no, or we It was about two before. months before we started working together. And obviously, I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's right up my alley. It's Norse, because I'm a big fan of Norse mythology. Uh, especially uh, growing up around Hayden, uh, big fan of Norse mythology. <laughs> just in, just in pr- uh, print on your mind. Hey, four. Okay, I love Norse now. Um, and obviously, I, I like action games. And obviously, seeing all that in this trailer, I was like, and obviously, because obviously, you like multiplayer games, but you know me, I love story driven games. I'm a big fan of story driven sing- single, single player games. I'm um, a very big mix at the minute with that. I, I love multiplayer games, but I feel like lately they've just fell off for me. And single-player games have took my fancy. But you also like games like Doom, which is my favourite, because there's hardly any story. So it's just killing everything, which is my thing, I suppose. But yeah, obviously I saw the trailer and was like, this game looks amazing. And I... Did I buy it straight away? Um, I can't remember. I think I did. I think I did. I certainly, I certainly remember you being like, you should play it. And I for ages put it off. And then he was like, it's on off like 15 quid. And then I went out and brought it. And I was like, okay, yeah. yeah and I think I, I sat down and finished it in like two days. And was like, yeah, best game I've ever played. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm pretty certain I brought it straight away. So I think I was off at the time. So I'm usually off around my birthday when it was released in April. Uh, and I remember playing a bit of it. I think I did some of it. And I couldn't play it all. I played a bit of it. And obviously, slowly and shortly, I was playing bits and bits. And obviously, I met you. It took me a while to talk to you because I'm weird and it takes me a while sometimes to talk I'm to weird, new people. So. Um, but eventually we got talking and eventually we started talking about games and whatnot, stuff we love. And we was like, ah, oh. I was like, God of War, it's an amazing game. I finished it. It's so good. I think it was at Christmas, wasn't it? It was the day you ca- first time you ever met the group. The first day. You, the, yeah, day think- the day before you met them, obviously there's the shift on that same day. You reserved your copy at uh, Argos, I remember. Yeah, because I remember you putting out the art book, and I was like looking for it. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. And you re- I was watching videos, and then I went to work, and I was like, he's like, oh, it's on off at the minute for like 15 quid. So I was at it's work like, on the like, computer, reserving it, it. It's like 12 quid at the moment on uh, the PlayStation Store. If you haven't played it, pick <laughs> that game up. It's, even if you haven't played the other ones, don't give a shit. I haven't yeah. played any of the other ones, and I got straight into it. I've finished it twice now. I think well, I finished it. <laughs> well, not the you know side crap, just the, you know the main story twice. I've done I've done a lot on that game. But yeah, I remember you picking that game up, and then you came straight to mine afterwards. Cause that was when. Uh, yeah, I did my bag, didn't I? Yeah, because that was the, literally that was the day you first met them. When yeah, you kept saying your name yeah. was Gary to them, and they believed you. Yeah, right yeah. then, you're like, oh yeah, my name's not Gary. That was just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then the entire day, they all thought your name was Gary. I wonder how long we could have kept that going for. That would have been hilarious, though. If you, I feel you, like you would have slipped up at one point. Yeah, and said Connor or something. Yeah, and I would have been like, who the hell's that? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, I think that was the day as well you checked out the art book. He's like, oh, let me have a look at the art book. And I was mm-hmm. like, here's the art book. Have a read of that. Because obviously, you know that's me. I love my art books. I've got loads of them. you got the art book. I picked up this one. I think, I don't know if you got this one. I picked up this one. No, I haven't got that one. That was pretty good. I say pretty good. I haven't even got around to reading. This one's pretty good. I haven't yeah. even read it yet. I, I got it more. How to read. 
<laughs> I think the beginning bit was obviously all like the the Triassic point of view and everything, I think. And then obviously the rest is like artwork and whatnot. So I picked that up for that basically. So, cause I think I think I put the art book up for about same price per year. Put the game for like about twenty quid. Yeah. I was like, I got to pick that up, and I think that's what started my love for buying art books. Because I brought that, and then ever since yeah, I've picked Spider-Man. up both the Spider-Man games, Horizon, Days Gone, Death Stranding. Uh, let's have a little cheeky look. Uh, Marvel uh, movie bonds. Uh, which I did I get? Which no, I didn't get Witcher. I got it though. You have a thing for collecting stuff, as you can tell from his background. <laughs> I'm a kleptomaniac. You're a hoarder. <laughs> hey, hey, hoarders collect any old crap I actually collect. Nice crap. <laughs> do, you, do you see, like, uh, boxes of egg cartons just flushing out my room every day every time I open the door? You think you, your desk's put on? That is your desk, you just cartons. <laughs> Shh! Don't tell anyone! Just boxes. Milk but, float. but yeah, God of War is probably the, the prime example of sort of reboots. Wait, is it, would you class it as a hard reboot or a soft reboot? Because apparently, like a hard reboot kind of restarts from the beginning, but this soft. is it soft still reboot. has stuff from the beginning of the other games. And, it's a yeah. soft reboot, but the fact it still connects to the other games, it's a soft yeah, it still reboot. Has, still has his skin with the ashes of his like family on, and everything kind of still there, but it's just okay, definitely true. Okay, so obviously... Gotta would be a soft reboot. A prime example of a hard reboot. Not intentionally meant to be, but was. It's a you know, a little callback to a chat cave did, uh, old chat cave we did not long ago, which is Bumblebee. Originally not meant to be a reboot, originally meant to be a prequel. Then it did well and it was like, okay, it's a soft reboot, and then they're like, okay, it's just reboot the entire timeline. So that's technically yeah. speaking, a hard reboot. Just uh, totally resetting the timeline, basically just a hard reboot, right? Where yeah, whereas this Resets a few things, like errat- maybe eradicates a few things, but brings the- it to the new generation, essentially, which is what God of War did. So obviously, as they did the three games and there was the spin-offs and whatnot, and that was all set in Greece. Then they went, okay, let's take his character, put him in a new setting, give him a new story, but still have that harshness from those other games. Obviously, in this case, would be Blades of Chaos which you get so far into the game because you have, obviously it's the frost axe for so long and then the blades. So there is that aspect of that. So obviously the blades being the past, but obviously the axe being the new, the present. So obviously, yeah, on his arm, he's got the axe. Uh, I need to get the blades somewhere. On your ass cheeks. I should get his big red thing toe. (laughs) You should get the blades in your ass cheeks, like the X across the... Uh, like, oh, po- like pointed yeah. towards your asshole. X marks as well. Just have Kratos like this, and then you spread the cheeks to your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should, you should have the blades pointing to where the arse the hole yeah. is. So you go, someone goes, where's your asshole? Have a look. <laughs> oh, no, I should have like, the blades here, and the chains go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's spawning from your ass. <laughs> Kratos is inside there somewhere. <laughs> and Atreus is just uh, suffocated between the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, it obviously God of War is probably the prime example for this sort of reboot. Because it's not it's not a remake. Because remakes are basically the same thing, but modernised. Whereas reboots are basically the same thing, but they have the feel of the same thing, but they're different. 
That's a big, like, massive debate, remake versus reboot, how to define it. I think the best way to define it is people should watch the movie Jane Silent Bob uh, reboot. They did the joke in that, where the guy explains, like, uh, obviously the difference between re uh, reboots and remakes. And he's like, ah, oh, uh, best example of a remake would be Point Break, the uh, one with... Um... Oh, I always forget the geezer's name. Obviously, Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze was the original Point Break. But then they did a remake with, uh, I forgot his name. He's in the new Black Widow movie. But anyway, they did a remake of that, and obviously that was his prime example. The name, got the name up now. Just I, flash it somewhere. I'll, I'll try and find it. Um, <laughs> if I, no, I me, mean, I'll randomly shout it out loud in a bit. Yeah, you've got, <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, obviously it is a lot of betting adverts. That's what I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember his fucking. In my head, is literally like a, it does a lot of fucking like bet Fred and shit like that adverts. He's a British actor. He always talks like this. I've got to Google it. It's, it's pissing me off. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'll get back into the topic in a minute. It's just pissing me off. Uh, it's probably best example to just type Black Widow in because he's in that. He's the bad. He's literally the bad guy in Black Widow. Um, he's not. Okay, oh, oh, come on, IMDb. Uh, I've got it. It's just like cut off slightly. Uh, Ray Winston. I can't think. Of, I think I've heard of his name, but I can't think of who what he looks like. Ray Winston. I've got to look now, for God's sake. Yeah, basically, uh, he's in obviously the 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 remake, and obviously Ray that's the, that's the sort of comparison. Obviously, that's been a oh, remake. Yeah, yeah I, I do know kind of. And obviously, the the comparison towards like uh, reboots was Star Wars: Force Awakens. Because it's set within the same universe as the previous six movies, but obviously it's it's uh, it's trying to slightly ignore the original three after the fuck up with them, and more focus on the following three for the fact that it has the exact same plot as New Hope, but it's brand new, and it's got a few changes in it. So that's a reboot versus remake. So that that literally that's the best way to see if if I think it's on Netflix. James Silent Bob uh, reboot, and as I say, he explains it on there. And then the guy tries to compare it to Marvel, and he goes, he has a go at him, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I basically uh, jerk off to Marvel more than I do to porn." And he's like, um. <laughs> and he goes, "And I do it two times as fast." <laughs> it's it's a fucked up film, but it's hilarious. Um, I've seen clips. I've seen clips. I haven't watched it yet, but but yeah, obviously that's the best way to explain it. Obviously, another sort of reboot. Obviously, we talked about it on the obviously that direct conversation where which is obviously Doom, because Doom's basically a reboot, isn't it? Was it a remake? Yeah. Does it connect to the old ones? It's. I feel like it. It doesn't. It does, especially in Eternal. In twenty sixteen, it it kind of so like separate itself, but then internally, kind of like a full three sixty. Was like, oh, okay, you are the original Doom guy from these games. So Doom twenty sixteen is basically a reboot, a remake, but obviously Eternal basically scraps that. It's like, no, it's just a reboot. But I think it had, like, lore in it, if you read into it, obviously, because Doom's story is, like, wishy-washy anyway. If you read into it, I think it did have lore to say, oh, it was, a, like, a lead-on kind of thing. But then Doom Eternal, like, concreted that in a way. But Doom 3 kind of gets thrown in there somehow, because that was kind of a reboot of his own. I don't think that was even... That shouldn't have even been called Doom 3. That should have been called, like, Doom again. Or Doom... Doom whatever. Again. Just Doom again. The, the Doom. <laughs> the Doom. <laughs> the Doom. <laughs> Full circle, full circle, <laughs> yes. the Doom. Honestly, because Doom, Doom 3 had, like, nothing. It was, like, more horror than action, so it was, like, kind of... Yeah, I enjoyed Doom 3. I think people 
hating it a lot, but when I was like 13, I was like, oh god, I don't know when it came out. I remember being young and I went to Blockbusters what, and Doom, I bought that on the DLC. Yeah, Doom 3. God, I don't know, it must have been, I must have been quite Doom young. Doom 3 came out in 2014, uh, 2014, 2004. Oh my god, okay, I was young then. So I was like, what, six? Uh, it, came, it originally released for Microsoft Windows in 2004, uh, and was then ported to Xbox in 2005. Yeah, I don't PC, man. So, yeah, but I, was, I, was, yeah. I was six. No wonder I, I literally didn't get past the first level, because the first bit is like, oh, you're walking through this like, alien facility, like space station on Mars. You're like, oh, and this is nice. And then all of a sudden, like, satanic stuff like popping up, and then I was just like, nope, turn that off. I even bought the DLC, because back in the day, you didn't get DLC downloaded. You had to work on a disc. Like, yeah. I, I was terrified. Like, I mean, I was six years old. But, yeah, that thing was scary. Man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know any six-year-old who's played Doom. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I find funny with this. Uh, obviously, God of War, I'm the one who got you into the reboot. Mm. Doom, you're the one who got me into the reboot. It's the opposite yeah. way around. So, obviously, you I were like, like oh, I should play this. And then, you, didn't you buy me it? Oh, boy. I was like, here's a gift. Like, play, uh, here you go, play, do it now, play, and then you just sort of like, uh, so yeah. It, it, it took me a few months because obviously I was doing, obviously, I think it's when I first started YouTube, wasn't it? So I was <laughs> dealing with a lot of that the, the early stages. But obviously, when I actually got into it, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Apart from that boy glitch out, which wouldn't let me finish a level, uh, I had to make me restart the entire level. Uh, other than that, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, Eternal came out. I, I, I think I only got past the first or second mission in that twice. So obviously, I like Eternal was a huge change. We've talked about Doom on a, a previous. Yeah, because obviously I, I played like the start of Eternal and then my computer fucked up and I had to restart it. Mm. And I'm pretty certain I've literally just played the start of it twice and never got any further. So then well, I, we I did a video, didn't we, over Christmas? We did the mm. video over Christmas, didn't we? I was a Doomicorn. And I yeah. And I've played the first mission, but obviously I split it over two videos because it was that fucking long. That's the thing with Doom. Missions are so fucking long. And also we did like a whole thing on Doom at one point. Me yeah, and you, so. when you were talking about what you love. The 2016 one, so you know, if you want to hear more about that, then just go check it out. Put the little link below, or the the little thingy at the top, put that in there. The iCard, if I remember. I always forget the iCard. I remember the links in the description, but I always forget the iCard. Just stick that up there. Just every 10 seconds, you just pop it back up. Someone eventually click on it. God damn it, they want me to click on it now. But yeah, obviously, out of gaming, obviously. As I say movies and TV shows are a big thing when it comes to reboots and remakes. Um, obviously, for example, Doom had a remake of the old movie, old movie which was mediocre at best anyway, nothing like the Doom games apart from the f- first person scene. Then they remade it and were like, "Yeah, it's doing on a lower budget as a director TV DVD movie." And look at that fucking turned out. I could have done so much better. Like even with a low budget now, like. Computing technology has come so much further than what it was when the first Doom movies released. Like you could run on like I mean, look at YouTube. It's like everyone like zero budget, and they're like like quality is amazing. Like all you have to do is hire someone with a bit more, you know. Skill. You know, who knows what they're doing? I mean, I can't talk. I, I've never made a movie, but from a, like obviously an outside consumer point of view, <laughs> very bad. Well, if everything goes to plan, you'll be uh, starring in a, a short, a short soon. I'll be starring in my shorts if you're lucky. Well, you could be. You may. It depends how I design your character <laughs> outfits. I might put you in shorts. Depends on the weather. 
Because I really want some beige shorts, beige shirt, and them hats with the corks on it. Because if the weather's shit like it was when we did Deadly 61, then you won't be in shorts, you'll probably be in jeans or something. But to be fair though, the good thing about this, uh, we only have to film half, like so much of it out in the woods. Like half of it is literally can be filmed just downstairs. It's making a murderer, isn't it, the joke? So I can literally, we can just film loads of it in a house. That's the bonus thing when I've actually started to write a bit more about it. But anyway, off that topic, uh, obviously, as I say, there's a lot of other movies and that have had this idea. Obviously, as I said, Star Wars, big example of a reboot. Uh, remakes over, the, even Jurassic World, technically, that was technically a reboot. It yeah, rebooted Jurassic Park and it was successful as hell. I watched that actually yesterday. I was watching that last night. I watched the first one. Um, I didn't watch the second one. Fallen Kingdom is probably my preferred at the two. Yeah, that's the second one, right? Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that because for some reason they made the dinosaur like really satanic, like the music every time it comes on the screen, it's like that, really. Yeah, I, I showed you yeah. the music before. It's so so satanic. I was like, <laughs> how can you make a dinosaur so satanic? And it just worked like hell. And it's a good movie. But uh, I'm still trying to think of some other prime example. Uh, obviously, in terms of remakes, obviously you pretty easiest example I can think of is Spider Man. Obviously, had the Raimi trilogy. That got remade with the web uh, duology, which was meant to be a trilogy, but it scrapped after this disaster of the second movie. And then, obviously, you've got the... uh, What's the director's name? Uh, Tom's Googling again because he's forgot the guy's name. Um, The one with Andrew Garfield, them ones. That's that's the web ones, yeah. Um... Watts, John Watts. You got obviously you got the John Watts trilogy by the end of this year. So obviously that's like some that got remade three times. Yeah. But obviously now, if everything is going how people are thinking it's going, that's now going to connect to all the crazy multiverse stuff. But obviously even Batman. Batman's probably a big prime example of remakes and reboots. So if you got the uh, original Keaton uh, duology with Tim Burton at the helm, then they did the. Uh, I wouldn't really call it a remake. It was kind of a reboot with um, uh, Val Kilmer because it was the same Alfred. If I remember correctly, it was the same Alfred for all four films. And I think it was meant to be the same Batman, but it was obviously just slightly altered to fit this new look with new director, obviously Joel Schumacher on the helm of both of them. And obviously then they did the disaster fuck up with the fucking George Clooney. Uh, Everybody freeze! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but obviously, yeah, th- th- those are more reboots than remakes. To be fair, though, obviously they completely changed a lot from them. They kept a lot of the core concepts from them, so they are technically sort of more reboot than remake. But then, obviously, they remade it with Christopher Nolan at the helm. But obviously, Dark Knight trilogy, great trilogy, um, and then they remade it again with obviously Snyder for BVS and Suicide Squad and Justice League, and there's uh, Flash. And then, obviously, that's getting remade again with, obviously, Patterson at the, uh, yeah. as Batman. Patterson, yeah. Which, hopefully... I feel like with films, it's, it's like... Especially with superhero films, there's only so many films that they always do, like, so many actors or the vision of the director. And then they can't, like, add on to it. I feel like once you do it again, you've got to redo it. Because, obviously, like, if you kill off the Joker, obviously what happened in D, you can't... You don't want to get rid of such a main villain... You can't just go and carry on with that timeline because it kind of ruins it. Then you want that main villain back, which obviously a lot of films are going to do. So, I, I feel like with movies as well, uh, 
a lot of times when they like obviously because I say obviously they did the Dark Knight trilogy for prime example. So obviously that had to be made after the fuck up of uh, the last two uh, Schumacher entries of the Batman movies. So that had to happen. But obviously after that, obviously it obviously went on hiatus for what? Uh, it was twenty twelve was Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah, I believe it was so. like four years before we had Batman again in obviously BVS. But obviously, though obviously that led eventually to Justice League, which I was so happy about the Snyder version, not the fucking Whedon version. Um, the the idea, one thing that annoyed me with obviously that change was the fact that Dark Knight Rises set up Robin. Like he was like, oh, we could have a, yeah. we could have a spin off. Like yeah. I mean, I don't mind obviously rebooting and remaking and whatnot. But I mean, they if they've set something up, you could at least spin it off. Because as you say, uh, you can only do so much with certain actors, certain directors. This is literally where Nolan could have stepped back and got someone else to come in and go, okay, I trust you to see my vision through, do this movie based on this character I've set up through this, and then that could have spanned onto its own spin-offs, sequels, because then that could have made its own universe, but they didn't, did they? Because obviously they went, okay, let's just remake it. Snyder's uh, using Batman and uh, Batfleck, and then obviously after a while they're like, okay, let's remake again with Patterson and... Forgot the director's name again. Different director. Uh, Matt Reeves, the guy behind the Planet of the Apes. The last two Planet of the Apes, not the first one. The last two. Uh, so it's that kind of idea. Because that's the thing. I feel like sometimes it's fine to reboot something or remake something. But then other times it's... it's you're like, uh, you've, you've set something up. Why don't you just see that through rather than doing that? It's a hard call though because like... With the multiverse stuff and everything, in like men, obviously Marvel's got a huge multiverse now. And DC you, doing you, it as well, technically. And DC, yeah, well, doing it, D- DC usually follows suit along with Marvel, but it's one of them things of like you couldn't have two Spider-Man movies coming out at once with two separate actors, two separate directors, because it wouldn't, it just clash, it wouldn't work. So they have to do a reboot. Like, they can't have the like the other because fucking Batman. You got the Batman coming out next year, and you got the Flash. Batman, there's two Batmans in the Flash movie, Keaton and ba- uh, Ben Affleck. But, uh, maybe, uh, maybe even more. And Keaton's going to play a large part in that movie. And they've also got the Patterson film coming out. So I think the Patterson one comes out in March, and the Flash one comes out in October, November. So it's obviously the same year. There's months apart, but it's the same year. So yeah. weird. I, yeah. I, I suppose if there's a way to like pull it into the like multiverse, like, obviously Marvel are doing that what if and stuff, and obviously they're opening the multiverse anyway within their own thing, which you obviously has been set up. But I d- like I don't think you could have two main. Like, obviously, that one's about Flash and one's going to yeah, be Batman. Like, I don't main, think you like... could have two Batman films or two Flash films. I mean, the Flash kind of makes sense because you obviously oh, it's a very weird one anyway. They, they could do it, but it wouldn't sell as well i think people would be divided on it as well so that's the prime example as well with that uh obviously you have uh obviously the flash tv series for example obviously that's at the same time but obviously dc at one point i think they sort of scrapped that idea now of doing that uh at one point not long ago uh they introduced superman into the tv universe but then they got rid of him straight away because superman was going in obviously in the movies and whatnot and they got rid of him for that exact reason because he was in the movies but now they've because obviously there's, there's not two like coexisting, but then they scrapped that entirely, and they've got obviously Superman stuff still coming out. But then they've also got obviously a Superman Lois TV series. So there's like there's a yeah fuck it. I, I obviously 
there's no point anyway because it's two different universes it's a TV universe and a movie universe you know it doesn't really matter if there's two at the same time that's, a, that's the other thing as well like obviously Marvel have gone that route of doing TV series that are leading to films now which is like the opposite to DC they always keep it separate but now Marvel are just like yeah let's just <laughs> chuck them all in together so that's going to be a interesting take on how they mix everything back it's in it's I suppose, they're, I suppose it's, they're not what they're doing I don't know I suppose the series I don't think they would have done the series I think it's an awkward I feel like they did the series because they had to build up what happened after Endgame that's their main reason if enough, if the events of Endgame didn't happen as like obviously they did they wouldn't have done this that's why obviously Black Widow got her film anyway because they can't put a TV series because she's well dead so they had to do it before so it makes sense to do a whole movie rather than because every other person in the Avengers got their own movie bleeding up to it and now her movie's just thrown in into the mix which I still need to watch at some point. That's the thing as well, obviously, with reboots and remakes. Obviously, especially remakes, as soon as they announce a remake of anything, movie, TV, game, anything really, you get that hate instantly from the fan base of the original ones. They're like, yeah, no, I'm not watching this. Oh, what the hell are you doing there? Whereas reboots, I don't usually have that much hate because they're keeping a lot of the core aspects from those ones but just changed it slightly. So you obviously have a lot more love from fan bases when coming into reboots, but obviously as soon as they say, I oh, know, remake, um, uh, you're remaking, can't think of something, anything. Alien vs. Predator. Has <laughs> that a remake, right? Mm, kind of. Would you get people hating on that? Because people hated on the films anyway. I think it's a, a really, okay, prime example, Jaws. Full circle now, back to the original podcast. Like, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> if, if they announced a remake of that now, I think the internet would explode in anger. Because... There's I, no point of a remake exactly. of that film. It was, it was done well at its time. It doesn't need to be remade. They tried to remake it. They literally apparently pitched a remake to Spielberg. I don't know how long ago Spielberg went, yeah, nope. You basically just like, the fuck off. Like, obviously the first one is like you know, critically acclaimed one of the best films of all time. And the second one, eh. And the third one was really bad. They could make and the fourth remake one was really, really, really after, bad. after the first one. Like, let's, let's reboot after the first one. But I don't think they could make... Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm, I, see, that's what I would like, really. So, obviously, the third and fourth puts a bad taste on the franchise. I feel like they could reboot the franchise and ignore the aspects of the second, third, and fourth. Or even keep the second. It doesn't really matter. And follow on directly from the first, and basically just fix the mistakes and make a good movie, and that's it. Don't do any more because a lot of franchises have done that aspect. Halloween, Halloween's done that to a success. They uh, obviously had a for a great movie in the seventies, a really great entry by Carpenter. Had it in the same with Jaws too. It had an okay follow up. It wasn't needed, but it was okay. And then it just went downhill after that until H two O, which brought it back to ha- uh, Halloween 2 in the sense of good uh, sequel wasn't needed but good sequel and then it just went downhill again reboot with Zomb- uh, Rob Zombie downhill um, <laughs> and then obviously David Gordon Green stepped in with Carpenter was like okay I want to reboot follow on directly from the first one uh, me and Danny McBride are writing it we'll do this and that we'll follow the events of that we'll ignore every aspect of the franchise though we may do little hints to certain things it's not an actual like sequel to anything but the first. And he did. 
Bastard Day in 2018, success. Got two sequels on the way, one coming out this October, one next October, which is going to end this timeline. So that's shown it can do it successful. Uh, Texas Chainsaw's got one coming this year. It's a direct sequel to the original. But they've already done direct sequels to the original. In the, reboot, the 3D one was technically a direct sequel to the original. And then the prequel was a direct prequel to the original and a prequel to the 3D. Timelines <laughs> are so confusing sometimes. But that's what I mean. Obviously, there's no point in remaking some Reboot, yes. Remake. Only if, say, the, the original was dog shit and you can feel like you can fix it. Then maybe. Like, Alien vs Predator, for example. It wasn't dog shit. It was a mediocre, slightly above average film. The second one was a bit dark. You couldn't see anything. Uh, maybe reboot that. Oh, well, remake that, sorry. Uh, and fix the mistakes they made. Uh, that's probably a good example of trying to remake something. Uh, and not destroy the internet. But it's trying to, it's actually, it's trying to remake like Jaws. It like a huge crossover. And then they just messed it up. Like, I, I enjoyed it when I was younger. Obviously, I didn't really understand. Like, this is a bad movie. When you watch it in your you're like, yeah, okay, this is pretty bad. When I watched it, I think I watched it last year again. Um, I see flaws in it. I see flaws in every movie, really. But it's the idea of you shut your mind down and just enjoy it. That's how I look at movies. I'm not some of these person who's just like, obviously, when I'm like doing something as a proper review, like dissecting whatnot, then obviously I'll look into a lot of the more bad stuff and whatnot. But I'm someone who just literally just will shut their mind down and just try to have fun with a movie. Obviously, if a movie's shit, then. You know it's shit if my mind shut down. Still says it's shit. Prime example, uh, that Bill Murray film with the zombies. Uh, not Zombieland. Uh, the Dead Don't Die. I shut my mind down for that. And the film was dog shit. Yeah, but you'll still watch the full film. Whereas I'll get like 10 minutes in like, boy, and turn it off. I, if, if I get bored, that's it. Like, you'll sit there and put yourself through it. I yeah, can't do I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man who has to sit there. Who started something and will see it through. Maybe I'll watch The Room all the way through. But that's because it's like bad for now. That's what I mean. Sometimes getting it bad funny is how to make a film interesting, but when it's just bad, bad, it's not. Then again, I, I obviously, as you know, another previous podcast we've done is one of my favourite horror films is The Shining. But everyone I ever ask if they like it absolutely fucking hate it. I don't think I've met anyone who says it's a good film. It's critically acclaimed, but not everyone I've met is like, yeah, I don't like so it. I, I gave it a positive review, but not like to your level of positiveness. I've sat through it, what, three or four times now, and it's like, hmm. Mm. I think it's just a different a different take on the horror genre. So, I mean, it, it's a bit, a bit of a twist, and I like that. Obviously, I like the slasher stuff. I mean, Freddy Krueger's probably up there with some of my favourite ones as well, but that's I don't what, know. That's what brings it back around to sort of the reboot side. Though it was a sequel, Doctor Sleep, it also sort of rebooted, obviously, a lot of the ideas within uh, the original. Obviously, it changed a few things to, like, see fit going forward with this new movie that's the sort of idea obviously it's just sometimes you can have a sequel but it's also a reboot at the same time as i said halloween 2018 it's a sequel but at the same time it's a reboot so sometimes you can reboot kind of is it yeah so you can always like sort of merge these two ideas into one instead of just doing a full-on remake because uh, can anyone out there name a remake that was a positive a su- successful film i can't think of one off my head I've seen a lot of remakes over the years. Uh, ben Hur thought the remake was dog shit, and again, never watched the original, so I can't. Really, the uh... problem with remakes is, is is like it's a remake of a film that's popular. There's never really a remake of a film that's like terrible. 
So people are easily going to hate it because they're comparing it to the original anyway. Okay. Here, here, here we go. Here we go. I found like a list of uh, films. Um, come on, internet. Don't don't just be an asshole. No oh, fucking. One internet. Um, nah, skip doing that. Uh, Total Recall wasn't a great remake. Uh, it wasn't a terrible film, but it wasn't great. Uh, I think the only prime example I can actually say that was a good remake was probably Dawn the Dead by Zack Snyder. That's probably the only one I could really say was a really good remake. Uh, Magnificent Seven. That was a solid one. Uh, I'm sticking with Westerns here. Well. True Grit. Those two were really good uh, remakes on obviously beloved old school Western classics. Uh, I was got Watched like... It. Uh, the Thing, uh, John Coppola's The Thing was technically a remake of The Thing from Another World, uh, and that was probably for me did surpass the original. Um, Evil Dead, uh, though, it wasn't as good as the original. It was actually a decent film. Uh, Jumanji's technically a reboot, isn't it? Jumanji is one of them things that like a lot of people like. Though I, I'm not a big fan of the new one. It's a, re- uh, it's, like it's a reboot. Very comedy. Like, the old one was obviously aimed. Oh, it's a, it's awkward because like the old one was obviously aimed to kids. But like even when I watch that back now, it's like oh, this is good. But I watch the new one, I'm like, these references that they're making is so like cringe and stuff. Like to me, it's just like the, you know, when you watch these like high corporate people try and make like a meme and be relatable to the youth. That's all it feels like when I watch Jumanji. I'm just like I can't. I can't get into this. It's a reboot, technically, though, isn't it? Because it does. I'll call it a reboot because it's it's not like Jumanji it's, Two. It's, it's the, like it's Jumanji. The, it's, it? it's it follows on from the ending with the beach with the game in the the sand. So it's technically yeah. a reboot, isn't it? It's a soft. Yeah. It's a soft reboot. It's a reboot, and then they kind of change things. Like, oh, it can turn into a game console because no one wants to play board yeah, games it's, anymore. It's a soft reboot, but also a sequel at the same time. Uh. Here's a prime example of uh, a remake that was actually hated, but I really enjoyed it as well. Uh, the Wolfman with uh, Benicio del Toro. Not Benicio del Toro. That's a joke. Uh, oh, yeah. Benicio del Toro. Uh, Thomas is trying to correct himself and hope he's right. I'm pretty sure I'm correct. Um, Wolfman. Uh, yeah, Benicio del Toro and Anthony Hopkins. Uh, it was a film that wasn't loved on when it first came out and don't think it's still loved on that much now but I thought it was a decent remake but that's the thing as you say a lot of times when you're trying to remake uh, classics it's it's a bad bad idea because it's always going to be bad in people's eyes you might have like a few people out there like that was actually enjoyable or that was really good I prefer that over the original but it's very rare you get that aspect from people I feel like obviously in movies it's a common thing to reboot a series like make it like a totally new start from the beginning there's not many games that do that there's not many games that take a whole 360 turn because obviously like that's their ip like it's like resident evil now like a lot of people are like oh it's a reboot but it's not it's all it's just like the next one like it's not gonna go away it's not gonna turn itself to like back to resident evil one there's a lot of people like remasters of games just like older games new graphics new systems i suppose so it's a weird one. Movies and games are very separate on this. Yeah. It's just, uh, Obviously, they're not the yeah. only ones I say. TV shows do it as well. Uh, prime example recently, they remade uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, the Chuck Norris series from back in the day, but just called it Walker now. 
and I'm pretty sure that got critically panned. It was literally like the guy from uh, Supernatural um, who played Sam, which is Jared Padalecki, I believe that one is. Uh, he's literally uh, gone from Supernatural and then they just went, yeah, you, you can be in this as well. <laughs> and it just got panned. It was yeah, no, no one can top Norwich. Yeah, Come on. it was nothing like the original from what I've been hearing. Still don't think it's got a UK release date yet. Been released in the US, I think it's the last episode's next week in the US. By the time this goes out, it'll be the previous week. Um, but yeah, obviously, as there's loads of TV shows out that have been doing it as of late, and a lot of times it's just not successful. Uh, and I'm probably going to break the internet. I'm pretty sure, I don't think I said this during uh, my uh, review on it before. Uh, a remake I actually do prefer to the original. Go on, the Friday the 13th remake. From 2009, I actually prefer that to the original, just because it's actually oh, Jason. Cool. It's the original. Spoiler alert: people don't see it was Pamela. It was obviously it, I respect it. It's it's an old school slasher film. For its time, it was really good, but it's me. I like my gore. I like my brutality, and for the fact that I made Jason run, it made it even better. That's why I prefer that to that. So I probably just broke the internet when I said that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to shoot me. Uh, but yeah, if anyone can think of any other reboots or remakes out there that are good or worse or better than the original, you know, don't hesitate I'll to actually I'll comment. I'll tell you what I think the biggest reboot of possibly all time within the gaming realm will be Final Fantasy Online. Because they literally had it out, had to kill their own game because it is like doing really bad. Literally, there's a whole in game cinematic of like the world ending. And then they released it under the Realm Reborn thing, which is like a totally new game set in the same thing. Oh, it's so confusing. But basically, it's a total reboot, a totally new game, but set, but kind of like a sequel because I had to end it because no, basically no one was playing it because it was really bad. And then they basically destroyed the world in like a end cutscene, turned all servers off, remade the game. Hence why it's called <laughs> the Realm Reborn. Like. They remade it from scratch, like totally rebooted that one game, but it's still technically Final Fantasy Online. So it's like the same game, but not the same game. It's it's probably the best reboot I can think of. Is it? I can't think of any other reboots that have been like that that big. That was like the biggest reboot I've, I know of. Especially being an MMO as well. So it's like you know, I mean, it's like the population on it. The I minute's mean, huge as well. So it's, it's, I, can't, I can't think of something made a big. Reboot like that, 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 that sort of level that does sound fucking massive. But maybe audiences will think about it and put it in comments. Who knows? Uh, we can dream, can't we? Uh, other people don't want re reboots as well. Like, take for example, like World of Warcraft. Like, you've got the classic servers now, which is literally like the very when the game first came out, playing on just like that thing. Then they released like just the, the first expansion, and they're gonna release it in parts so you can play like. I imagine like all the expansions, but in separate bits. So you can't be like, because obviously they've got the main game out, which is all the expansions up to date. But then they've got the classic World of Warcraft, which is like, oh god, how do I explain it? So imagine the game first came out, no DLC. You can play that now with updated graphics, kind of, but it's still all the same. But then they released the dlc which is you can still play the classic and the, the new dlc but it's separate 
So they're kind of building it in chunks now because people don't... I feel like people don't want reboots. They just want old stuff back. Same as, like, remasters. I feel like that's, the, that's another thing. Like People just want old games and new graphics. That's, that's the thing, though. Reboot's probably your best way to get that old stuff back. Like, if you want to... Like, God of War, obviously, the best example, in my opinion. Like, they wanted to keep the God of War. Best example in gaming. Story. So they rebooted that. Whereas most places don't want to change the story. Same as like Diablo 2 coming out soon as a remaster. They don't want to change the story. Instead of making like a Diablo 1 again. Because everyone loves Diablo. So they're going back and just updating the graphics of Diablo 2. While working on Diablo 4. Then again. That, let's not talk so much about Blizzard. Because they're in a lot of heat. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that recently. Um, but yeah. I, I feel like. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah, you say God of War is best in terms of. Gaming, Star Wars is probably the best in terms of movies. Uh, but I think just to sum it up, uh, reboots are the better option than remakes. But you have to get the reboot just right. You need to capture that love of the old, but make it new. Films defo reboots. Yeah. Games, I feel like remasters and remakes, are, I feel like that's the market. I feel that's a totally different thing. Like, I'll, like Tony Hawk's, for example, we said we played that when we was little. I went and like replayed the remaster that came out because I was like, oh, I'll play that then a brand new Tony Hawk's because they were all terrible. They released the Tony Hawk's that were all pretty bad. I think it just depends on the franchise, really. I think that's the best way to put it. I think some franchises it works for, others it doesn't. It's a hard one. The gaming markets are definitely, in my opinion, more dedicated to like that narrative of like if you're gonna re- like remake a whole game, just call it a different game. Don't don't include it as like this thing. But but then again, we've crashed. I mean, they got rid of the new crash kind of cut out one of the crashes and totally got rid of that at the law, which was the Wrath of Cortex, right? No. Oh my god, which one is it? It's the PlayStation 2 one with the bloody masks and I'm pretty... Oh, was it Mark Hamill who did one of the voices of the mask, in it? I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god, I can't think which one it is. But PlayStation 2 on it is really bad. Like, no one likes it. It's not a bad game when you're younger. Obviously, I enjoyed it when I was younger. But going back now, it's like, yeah, this is terrible. But the new one they brought out kind of pushed that out. That's not even part of the timeline anymore. Like, if you see the timeline, it crashed. That's just, like, gone. They just dropped it. It was like, yeah, let's get rid of that, the timeline kind of thing. So, that that's kind of like... That's kind of like a reboot, I suppose, because they rebooted the whole thing. Because they put the remasters out of the first three games, which everyone was like, yes, please. And then the fourth one that dropped was like a total redo. And then got rid of the other one was like, yeah, let's get rid of that one off here because no one liked it. So I think it works in some cases, but it has to be the right case. It can't be everyone loves. Like, for example, I'm trying to think of a game that like I absolutely adore that I used to play all the time. Okay, like example again, let's say Crash 1, very first Crash game that came out. If they just totally rebooted the Crash series, people like, yeah, no. Nah. Like Crash of the Titans, I, I thought that was kind of a reboot, and everyone hated them. Like with these, like a new Crash with these tattoos and everything. Everyone's like, "Yeah, nah, it's Crash. Get rid of that." I, I, say, I just think it just, just depends on the market and what you're doing. As I said, God of War, easy enough to do it with. It's got a decent market, but it was started dwindling a bit. But then, obviously, if it's like a high demand, then sometimes it's just best to leave it alone. That's the best way to, to say it entirely. Reboot, but only at the, the last resort. <laughs> Also, game of them matured as well. Like, obviously, the old God of War were like hack and slash style. And I feel like people wanted like a grittier story. And obviously, that without doing that kind of style of game, more open world RPG style, 
is they're easy to build on a story aspect rather than what most people did with the old ones, just skip all the cutscene, like forget no lore, just hack and slash, which if you want to die, go and play some Doom, man. <laughs> so. I think, I think we've spoken about reboots. I think we've got our opinions yeah. out of when opinions to do out. it, when not to do it, difference between reboots and remakes, why remakes are shit, uh, apart from Friday the 13th, Intel's going to hate me for that. Um, so, okay, uh, so obviously something we're going to, Intro intertwine all these names. Obviously, some news aspects that we found. Oh, I've got some news that I found literally before I came on, and I feel like you're going to be excited. Ghost of Tsushima movie got greenlit. They finally got greenlit. It I know. Greenlit. I know. Obviously, it was announced, but I didn't know it got greenlit. Yeah, apparently it's like going through. Apparently it's going to be a thing. Surprise me. So, I, I expected it to be yeah. a thing. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's got me. That's got me. Oh, giddy. Uh, okay, so obviously I'll be handing the movie and TV news. He'll be handing music and gaming. Mainly gaming because... Well, there's a crossover then between movie and gaming. <laughs> uh, so, uh, something I've read the other day. Uh, the dr- guy who directed the original Space Jam, because that's come out recently. Critically hated. Audience loved it. Um, the guy who directed the original one slandered the new one. He said oh, it apparently took him five cool. times to watch it. It goes, it's not, it's a terrible movie. It's like, it's like, they didn't need a sequel. They could have called it anything else, which is in the same vein of what we were saying, just remakes and reboots. They could have called it anything else. And you, <laughs> the last thing you put uh, out in this like, tweet or whatever it was, was like, uh, LeBron, great on the court, but ain't no Michael. <laughs> he, can, he basically just beat the crap out of this movie. I think, I think it was an okay film. It's not as good uh, as the original. I've, I've seen people like hype it up, but obviously they've got a lot, of, a lot of meme culture in that. Obviously, Big yeah. Chungus, Rick and Morty. Showing a I, re- bit. I read something about uh, Big Chungus. Apparently, some kid, yeah. some guy was watching it, and some kid basically just lost it. That scene. Apparently, got his mom, the cinema, apparently his mom has taken him out this, uh, the room because apparently <laughs> he just lost it. Apparently, the guy was like, "I don't remember anything with the film." Yeah, he goes, "I, for- I forgot the rest of the movie because of that." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, like a, a lot of things have that like, crossover now. Like, obviously, even in like. I know you're gonna be like for God's sake, but uh, Avengers when you got the Fortnite. Oh, oh. oh. So oh, when you Avengers first, I was like, okay, it's not gonna be as annoying as a Fortnite. No, I'm yeah, Avengers Fortnite. Yeah, that's a whole thing. I mean, that was in film as well when he's playing it. <laughs> you call me a dickhead yeah. again. <laughs> so he comes on the mic. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Things I've got. Um, obviously, as of recording right now. Uh, there's been the release of a uh, Snake Eyes Jojo Origins and M Night Shyamalan's Old. Uh, both were very negatively reviewed by critics, but only well, one of them got only one of them got uh, mostly positive from audiences. As at the moment, Snake Eyes sits at forty percent critically, which is rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, but seventy percent audience, which is obviously fresh. It's decent. It's watchable. Uh, whereas Old weirdly sits at fifty six percent both ways between critics and audience. Both of give it fifty six percent, which is rotten. And we're still going to check both out because I've seen both JoJo movies. We're covering them. Well, we covered them on the podcast. We're talking past tense. Um, and obviously, old. I've seen pretty much all Shyamalan's films that I can, and it's always hit or miss. And I've liked his last few films, so I'll probably check it out. The trailer looked good. So yeah, there's your recent movie with that. Um, second Dune trailer dropped. Uh, obviously, I've shown you on man at work, and it looks. Epic. Uh, something just fell off. I don't know how that fell off. I haven't touched anything. Ghost. Of the Shima. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, 
the other day, the Jordan Peele, the guy behind Get Out and Us, announced his next movie with the poster. It's going to be called Nope. Nope. It's starring uh, the guy from Get Out, the main actor. Um, the actor, I forgot his name. The guy played Glenn in The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. And someone else, I can't remember who the woman is off the top of my head. Uh, but that got announced. So I'm looking forward to that. I like Get Out. Uh, is that the good guy slash bad guy at the same time? That one? Oh, I think of a different film. Get out. Which yeah, one? Get, get out. Get oh! out of the chair. The the uh, white fam uh, like the oh, the white yeah, dentist essentially yeah, with a, with a run and then he goes like <laughs> yeah that one I was, I was thinking I don't breathe them for a second yeah I, I like I liked uh, Get Out uh, Us was decent but it wasn't as good as Get Out it wasn't as groundbreaking as that but it was entertaining so I'm looking forward to that next year because it it literally got announced yesterday I think the twenty second and it's like oh yeah it's coming out exactly a year from today I was like okay I'm interested in that um. Some news I actually read literally right before jumping into this. Uh, David Gordon Green's Exorcist movie will be a direct sequel to the original Exorcist, just like he did with Halloween. So uh, Blum- Blumhouse is doing an Exorcist uh, movie, but it's going to connect straight to the first ever one. Okay. So I think with the director at hand, it should be good if it's like Halloween. Uh, the new film called The Green Knight uh, starring uh, Dev Patel, which is like a medieval sort of film, which looked quite good actually. Uh, it's actually been pulled from UK cinemas until further right. notice, uh, just two weeks before it's released due to COVID rising. It's it, it's still out in the US right now. It's got so many positive reviews and it's just been pulled two weeks before indefinitely until the... So you, can't watch, so you can't watch in the UK? You can watch in the US. Or everyone can go clubbing into the pubs with no mask on it? Basically. What's going on? I found it interesting actually. Um, Legendary Entertainment, the studio behind Godzilla vs. Kong, and that upcoming mm-hmm. Doom movie, obviously a big uh, sub-company under like, a lot of banners, uh, are actually considering a possible sale or merger of the company. I feel like that's to do with the, the whole uh, HBO Max deal with uh, Warner Brothers, with the fact that uh, both their film Dune and Godzilla vs. Kong got chucked on there. And they, they thought, obviously, it, Godzilla vs. Kong did enough with money, but obviously it's going to hurt Doom because Doom cost a lot to make. And it's going to hurt the possibility of a sequel because the the Dune films only based on half the book, so is I feel like uh, they're a bit pissed off with that, in my opinion. So they might be trying to go elsewhere, uh, somewhere else. Yeah. yeah, that's what I feel like. That somewhere a bit more kaching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, TV news. Uh, obviously, fucking Westworld series four and the American Horror Story series eleven, I believe it is. Uh, both got obviously paused recently just to COVID. Uh, Game of Thrones is pretty cool. Haste of Dragons did, but it's actually literally. And uh, two hours before I wrote this down, uh, uh, sorry, two hours before we recorded this, it came up saying, oh, yeah, it's, it, they've unpaused it now, they're back on filming. I was like, okay. So that's back yeah. filming. Um, she Hulk's just cast a, a, a actor from the TV series Arrow, Josh Segara. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, obviously, that show. So we'll find out at some point who he's going to play in that. Uh Obviously, today we're recording. Master Universe came out on Netflix, uh, and it's critically and fanboys divided. Critically, Again. it's loved. Fans have slandered it. I'm Rotten Tomatoes. Last time I saw, critically, it was like ninety something percent, whereas fans was like thirty something percent. Why is this twist? There's always tw- there's never really an equal ground between critics and fans. Like apart, apart from old, old. That's the only one. <laughs> uh, I, I actually watched the first episode earlier, and I thought it was alright. It was a decent episode. It had a shock ending. 
There's only five episodes. Only five, so I can literally sit for the rest tonight. Uh, so I'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying there. Uh, Last of Us has cast uh, the character of Tess. Uh, obviously one of the main characters from the early on in the Last of Us game. She's going to be played by uh, an actress from Mindhunter, Anna Torv. And that's not my uh, moving TV news. You got any uh, gaming uh, or music news? I've got, I've got no music news because there's not much that's going on. I think the last thing I heard was something about Kanye West and Jay-Z doing something, but I'm not too fussed about that. Who cares about that? <laughs> um, gaming news, i got a bit. Uh, obviously, the Steam Deck got announced, which is kind of going to be the Switch killer in a way. I feel like it's definitely going to overtake the Switch. Everyone was like, hopefully waiting for the Switch Pro, which never got dropped. He got that new OLED. I don't know, because apparently it's really struggling to run some games, especially multiplayer. Apparently, from what I've read, uh, Steam came out and said he's running everything. There's not a single game it hasn't run. So, I'm not sure. I if made a mixed it, opinion. Either, or... they're, either they're basically bullshitting or people have misheard. I know he was struggling I to know. like PUBG and stuff like that, or multiplayer games. It was really badly struggling. I heard that one. I mean, to be fair, there's three separate models, so maybe. I suppose it's going to be. I mean, it's... when's it released? End of the year, or is December. it next year? December. So I mean, they've still got some time to work on stuff. I suppose. I mean, Switch still hasn't got exactly the best online, anyway, and that's been out for long. Um. God, what other news has it been? Uh, new World, which is like a new MMO from Amazon. That's been bricking uh, RTX. Oh, I read that. I read that earlier. I read something about something's been bricking it. Amazon game been bricking like yeah. the, the big top dog fucking graphics. Basically, like any of like the new RTX 30 series, I'm pretty sure, ma- mainly 3090s, which is obviously the most expensive one. Apparently, it's been bricking. Uh, they put like a patch out. Apparently, from what it, I was reading, it's the frame rate. They had like an unlimited cap frame rate. So in the loading menus or main menus, you had like a ridiculous amount because obviously this graphics card can just push tons of FPS, and it's just breaking it. It's just breaking it like like exceeding temperatures like mad, and then just breaking it. But they put a cap on it now, so hopefully that's fixed. I don't think, uh, I don't think he's doing it anymore. But that looks like it's going to be a huge game. I mean, during uh, open beta, oh no, closed beta, I think, and on Steam they're like the sixth top played game. So hopefully it's good. Anyway, I like an MMO, but I get bored fast. That's my <laughs> problem. Well, talking about uh, remakes and reboots, uh, obviously someone brought up to you at work. Uh, Dead Space. Dead Space, that, that got yeah. A no, remake. Never really, never really played Dead Space. I think I played the original on PlayStation. I think was it on PlayStation Three? I might check this one out. Might not. Uh, I'm pretty, pretty sure I played it. I, I don't remember getting very far. I remember obviously doing bits and bobs, but also it's another horror game. And obviously, me being a bit younger was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't terrified, but it's definitely <laughs> one of those things where it's like, hold back a bit. It's a, bit, it's a hard game as well, from what I remember. So, I don't know. There's got to be other gaming news. Let, let me have a quick, quick, quick round. Google. Quick Google. I shouldn't, be some... I shouldn't have said that. My phone's uh, going off, and I said, "Stop it!" My phone's um, my phone started going off, and I said that. Oh, I haven't found this online, but I saw another article for another thing, and it reminded me. Uh, it took out like remasters and reboots and stuff. The new Battlefield obviously added to the um, is all multiplayer, but they added the option to like add all the vehicles and all the weapons and stuff from the older games into like private like 
custom matches kind of thing. So that's kind of like, I feel that's a good thing. Kind of adding all this old stuff, like kind of a reboot in a way. Oh, I've got one for you. I've got a fence, mate, yeah. Apparently the, the Witcher Monster Slayer, the Pokemon Go game, that's basically oh, the Witcher, yeah. apparently that's out now. Is it out? Might have to have a little look, see it there. I'll have a download that in a minute. <laughs> Same. Um, also, when I decided to source it as well, which... Oh, um... I've just found something which is uh, quite humorous, which is probably my favourite news thing I've read in the past few days. Uh, someone on Red Dead Redemption 2 online has been hunting racist players, killing them. <laughs> they're just going around like a posse of people, killing them. <laughs> How do they know they're... But... Just obviously on mic, aren't they? So they're oh, just, for like, the... oh, oh like, okay, okay. okay. I was going to say, that's, that's going to take a lot of work to, to like... Obviously, good on the, uh, the whoever's doing this, but I mean, that's a lot of fucking work to do something like that. Then again, if you're into the game, it gives you something to do in the game, doesn't it? Oh, huge thing, which is a crossover between movies and games again as well. Netflix. Oh, I was, about to, say, I was, I was about to say, yeah. you're going to talk about that, because obviously Netflix had a, a slug in, I think it was like, in I'm terms sorry, of like new yeah. subscribers, it was like 1.5 million compared to last year, 10 million. So yeah. they're, apparently they're obviously invested into games, aren't they? Which obviously would be controlled by your phones. But luckily it's like not extra charge. It's literally on the same mm-hmm. thing, which makes sense. But like if they were going for an extra charge, it should be like, you should be able to select if you want the games or not. Yeah, well, it's one of the things as well. Like gaming is probably the biggest selling media at the minute. So they've got to add it in. I'm surprised they haven't done a music one yet. Netflix was haven't done like a music in- inclusion as well. well Spotify it's got or Amazon it. Music. Yeah, I'm just like obviously Amazon Music do, but they had the films as well. Like, I'm just, that they could just merge all the games, music, oh, and it's, things. It's, it's separate. Amazon Music is separate. That's what I mean. But I'm on about why the Netflix if they're merging games could merge music as well. It's like an extra two I, quid. I like, yeah, I feel like people buy it. They've got the budget to do it. Yeah. So. Anything else game wise or? Oh my god! You hit a wall. I've got some interesting news. That's not game or movie related. A uh, personal note just from me, if you want to play some games for a cheap price, get the Xbox game pass for like a pound for like three months or something. I think that's still on. That's, that's a defo grab, 100%. So that's just me shouting that out. Because Xbox <laughs> game pass is all I've been playing for the past like month now. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> some interesting news I found on uh, Sky News. Apparently, cockatoos in Sydney, Australia, have uh, been working out how to open bin lids by watching others do the trick. What other game from that? <laughs> I, I literally, just, I was obviously like, oh, I need to find some like interesting news, and I was like, okay, so let's have a look. And obviously, I've, I went on Sky News, I went on the World, and I found this. It's like, um, uh, cockatoos in Sydney have learned to open bin lids, and the technique is catching on as others have worked out how to do it by watching them scientists say. I've got a, literally an image here which I'll try and put in. Uh, it's like a cockatoo, like two sat on a bin, and one just lifting the bin lid up. Um, Australian sulfur crested cockatoos were first observed opening the lids of bins to scavenge for food a number of years ago by ornithologist Richard Major. Impressed by the inch. Apparently, they're basically people looked into it. It's not like a recent thing. It's like an old thing. Apparently, like, it was documented back in 2018, but obviously, they've been doing research into it. It's yeah. it like an army of cockatoos here, like, watching over one as he opens a bin. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, but I thought that was quite a humorous, interesting story. Uh, I know you've got the light news. I've got, I've got some... Uh, yeah, I was trying to stay away from dark news. Uh, the other one I found was uh, apparently scientists have captured an image of a... 
circumstellar disk, uh, and within it, a planet with a moon-forming disk. But apparently, it looks like the Eye of Sauron from uh, Lord of the Rings. Like, this, uh, this planet looks like the Eye of Sauron. And I was like, what? So obviously, I was looking into it. I was like, okay. What do you mean this planet looks like the Eye of Sauron? And obviously, I, cl- I clicked on it, and uh, it does very much look like an Eye of Sauron. Uh, it's apparently it's like nearly 400 light years away. In the Centaurus constellation. Uh, it, obviously, if you look deep within it, it literally looks like the Eye of Sauron. Uh, creepy as hell, but that's all the interesting news I could find. That famous. Uh, I tried to search for some monkey news. I thought, monkey I thought, news. <laughs> monkey news in there um it's like your section monkey news and and i mean nothing nothing's nice happened apparently some brain swelling disease that monkeys contract or something some human managed to contract as well um i'm not gonna speculate on how no i'm joking it's like a vet so they was obviously like doing something but they they contracted in which is the first ever like recorded human death from it ever what was your speculation there they were bumming the monkeys (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the AIDS theory, isn't it? <laughs> Probably not the government. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, uh, I'm pretty sure that... I mean, there's probably got to be some funny news somewhere about monkeys. Pretty, but... pretty somewhere. We'll, we'll, we'll try and find it for next time. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll move on to a little segment of... Uh... Thought I'd keep going from the actual normal... The old chat cave thing, which is obviously a five-minute review on anything, really. Um, so obviously, what I picked today, easy enough as a movie. I've stuck it on before doing this and watched it. Um, and since it's like a reboot, so we're keeping the theme I love, obviously from the old ones. Which obviously, I like my B movie animal killer films. So I thought I'd keep that idea, but change it enough so it's a bit different. So a reboot. Uh, so I, I, today I'm reviewing uh, Lake Placid, released in 1999, which is obviously uh, 22 years ago. Uh, Obviously, it's a movie based on a, a killer crocodile in uh, Maine that's attacking people. And basically, the fish and wildlife, the local sheriffs, and a uh, archaeologist come together to try and stop it. Oh, and a crocodile hunter. Well, swimmer, not hunter. Um, he swims with crocodiles. He's a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> this movie instantly got a lot of hate. It was, it, if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, it's completely slandered. But... It, Luckily, it's established this court following over the years. Because it's a comedy horror, so it's got this uh, horror. It's got the comedy in there. It has enough to make it. It has enough to make it work and make it an enjoyable film. And the fact it's an only an hour eighteen minutes, forty one seconds long. It's a short mm. film. It's not very long. Uh, the actual you can knock about four or five minutes off that as just end credits. It's uh, it's barely even an hour fifteen. So you can literally sit through it and get through it and whatnot. It is a it's an entertaining film. It has a very, it's got a very jaws like theme at times, especially the opening. We've got a diver underwater, and you've got this dirt, so boom, 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 boom. Um, you got that, so it's very Jaws-like at times. But, I mean, it, this film, it's mainly helped by its very entertaining cast, especially uh, Betty White, if you know who that is. I think she's in her 90s now. Uh, she plays a character called Mrs. Bickerman, which is a character that, last name, that sort of plays into the rest of the franchise. Oh, I do know. Betty White, and yeah. she's hilarious in this movie. She's always slandering everyone. Always having a go at them. Talking about killing her husband. It's it's. She's hilarious in this film. Do you know, do you know how old she is? How old? 
99 years old. I say, I, I knew she was in her 90s. She's, she, she's hilarious in this film. It's a shame she didn't come back for the sequels. Um, it's a shame the sequels sucked. <laughs> um, obviously, there's a, obviously, there's... I love like my duo partnerships in movies, like these sort of ones that bounce off each other. And this movie, you've got uh, Oliver Platt and Brendan Gleeson, uh, mm. and they are such a good duo. You get them, you got them good separately, but when they come together, it's hilarious. Like a scene where um, I find a, a thumb or a toe—I can't remember what it was—off uh, the top of my head, and uh, he, he picks it up, and he, uh, Oliver Platt walks up to Brendan Gleeson and goes, "Was this your man, your last?" And he goes, "He looked kind of taller," and they're yeah. basically always bickering, always hating on each other. And they're always trying to kill each, especially Brendan Gleeson. He's trying to kill obviously Oliver Plath. because he keeps coming like this. He keeps having a game and saying, "No, you're some redneck uh, uh, cop who's like wants to have sex with his sister." And there's this bickering between them. That's it's so good. And what makes it even better? They use an animatronic crocodile. Every, uh, it's apart, not like CG. There's a few scenes like when it's fast movement. They have to use CG, but most of the times it's like a slow movement. You'll see this animatronic, and it's beautiful. It's massive. There's a scene at the end where you see it on a lorry, and it's just it's as big as the lorry. It's massive, yeah. and I'm I'm always uh, praised for from if they use animatronics over CGI. Yeah, more practical rather than the yeah. CG. Obviously, the CG you can you can tell at times it's CG, but for ninety CG, it's decent CG. Yeah. Uh, so and it's only like a few scenes. I say fast movements, so it's not too bad. It's not too frustrating. It's better the crocs only in the film for about three minutes something seconds according to the internet. It's not. It's like Jaws. It's barely in it. Uh, which works for the film because it's more about the characters building and obviously them bickering and whatnot. Uh, it's got some edgy. It's got some a lot of times edgy aquatic moments like people falling at boats. You're like shit, are they going to get eaten? It's got those sort of moments that keep you going. Uh, it's a really cool scene with, with a guy. Obviously, when he actually comes face to face with a crocodile in the water, that's really good to watch. Um, it's got a very exciting uh, final act. Uh, it's full of tension, action. I say underwater scares. A quick shock moment right at the end for the audiences to go, oh shit, really? It's got everything in it, and obviously it's even got comedy at times when like someone shoots something. It's like back to one. And it's basically it's like, a lot of like humour there, especially with the guy when he's complaining about something, and he's like, oh, I can I can count, and he's just like, I just said I can count, and it's like it's just like this good like moments going on in this film, and it's just a it's just a shame if I get underneath my desk. Uh, obviously. One, first one. It's just a, it's just a shame. The uh, straight to DVD, straight to sci-fi sequels didn't <laughs> live up to the rest. <laughs> but, yeah. They made a crossover Anaconda at one point. That was ridiculous. Are they on DDS this whole time, or have you put them there? I put them there it? specifically yeah. for this. <laughs> I also had the Anaconda collection there. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame that they didn't live up to this. Um. For, for like the start of the franchise, I I grew up watching this film, loved it. Uh, it's not with Jaws, but it's it's an entertaining flick. Um, I'm gonna give you a choice here. Do I do it at five or at ten? I'll give you the choice. What did you do the the main? Eight or ten. Do this at five. Reboot. <laughs> Reboot. Uh, do you want it so it's specific to the point? Like four. Uh, say for example, four uh, you, one can, or... you can do you can do whatever. Or like you rounded like three, say or three point five. You can do three point five, so obviously you can do like three point one. So basically, get... specific to those, like, yeah, zero. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like f- for this four out of five is where it deserves to be. It's entertaining. It's a nineties film. You don't take it seriously. You don't need to take nineties films seriously. Nineties films were never serious. The, the especially like, if you look at other films similar like Anaconda, like, they're just stupid. They shut your brain down, have a good laugh. 
An hour, and you can spare an hour of 15 for a movie. Come on, that's like fuck all, really, for a film. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like four out of five is the right point for this. It's croctastic. I've never watched it, so I'll give it four really? out of five as well, based off your judgment. It's, uh, it's, I, I do uh, recommend, if, if you're into these sort of B movies, you're into like animal killer films, you're into 90s films, comedies, horror, comedy horror, I do recommend checking out the sequel, you could fuck off. Even though the ending sets up, well, obviously you could leave it after the ending. It sets up what the possibility of a sequel. You could just ignore it, but then sci-fi and whatnot got involved, and then you got a pile of DVDs on my bed behind me. Um, Crocastic or croc shit, whatever. The, the rest of them are croc shit, but the first one was croctastic. <laughs> um, obviously, <laughs> uh, since this is the first one, so we're not going to bother with. It. Obviously, there will be like a question and answer section. Around this point, for people if they want to send questions in, we'll try and yeah. It doesn't even have to be about the theme. Up on the screen, any questions you want. It doesn't have to be about the theme we're going with, just anything. Any topic, we'll just pick them out. It could be anything that just needs some interaction. Yeah. And yeah. So obviously, we're also considering like, the last one of the month, podcast wise, we're trying to do live. And we're, we're trying, we're, obviously, this one's a bit earlier, but we'd, uh, from now on, we're going to try and record them on like a Monday, obviously, the week building up to when we're actually going to release it on YouTube. So then we've got the, the up-to-date sort of news, sort of, uh, of that previous week. So it's not like this where it's like two weeks in advance, but this is just a test. It's a test pilot, so... Uh, and whatnot. Some interaction might keep it going. We'll probably keep it going. Yeah, because oh, I, 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 enjoy, I enjoyed this conversation. It was quite an interesting conversation. Honest, just like at the end of the video, when this goes off, just stick some like techno music and some flashing lights <laughs> saying leave comments from leave comments. <laughs> just... <laughs> Obviously, was, well, since it's a rebound, I'm going to try and see if, try to see about putting these on like Spotify and like iTunes and stuff like that. Yeah, get this, some Spotify. This one's probably going to go out a bit earlier for the fact that obviously it's going to be about two weeks before it's on YouTube. But I'm going to put this out a bit earlier just to you know, test the water with that aspect. But you know, most of them I'm going to try and put out either the same day or like a few days before it's YouTube release. But if you want to see us like in person laughing, you know, our ugly mugs says we just slander stuff. I like throw DVDs behind me each week because I'm gonna, if if I'm doing franchise, I'm just gonna get a load of DVDs and go la 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 <laughs> or Blu-rays. I'm not biased. Uh, just take the disc. <laughs> <laughs> shoot it out like your PSP. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're trying to sort all that stuff out. Uh, but yeah, for for the first episode, I think we I think it's a decent and just under an hour and a half. That's not too bad. We've got a lot in, so yeah, quite, quite quite off tangent points, but as we always, that's yeah, the best thing. That's the best thing when you just have this laugh and you can just talk about anything that spins off from natural conversation. Uh, so yeah, uh, you can also put in the the comments and whatnot, uh, as well as questions. Obviously, things I could review. Things we could change, anything? Yeah, anything obviously you think would be interesting yeah. to add or anything. Yeah, basically any feedback, chuck it in the comments below if you're on YouTube. Tom gave some better lighting, that'd be good. <laughs> oh, lighting. Look, so, so if we said writing. No, I'm lighting. Not, I've got no light coming from outside at all. I don't know how you've got light in your area. I don't, I don't. My curtains are short as well. I'm like, no, I can be really bright if you want. I'm a ghost now. It's quite dark outside, but I don't know. I could, be a, I could be a ghost now. <laughs> Have you got a lamp right next to you? Put the lamp up to the ceiling. Like I, I, the light, I could put the light on, but it's, uh, it's, I can't be asked now. I'll, I'll fix it. Say, the start of the video is like really bright. I didn't put the light <laughs> on. The, li- the light was on me, and then it went off me. So I'll, I'll, actually, next time I'll, I'll actually put the light on. Um, but yeah, obviously any feedback is always welcome. Uh, so yeah, uh, 
as always, I've been the drunken Thomas Shears. I am Zenithfire slash Zenithfire Gaming on Twitch. Um, it's like AKA Connor O'Shea. <laughs> uh, AKA the new host. The new one. The better one. Don't say that to Ooh. Helen, she'll beat the crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just stamp on your head of a, a high heel boots. I'll wear my Doc Martens, they're all good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but... yeah, so obviously Mondays we're going to try and get these recorded ready for the following days. So as I say, end of the month, we're going to try and at least do a live one. Get more interactions on Twitch, so, you know. Yeah. We'll see some guests sometime. Or... Yeah, we'll get some guests here and there. But for, I think for the first like month or so, we're going to stick to just me and him. Just to get the the kinks out. If it goes really well, maybe we'll start like a separate like Instagram or something, and we can just post on there as well. I don't know. We will we'll do depending on feedback. Whatever. Yeah. Any, yeah. any as I say, any feedback is great. So for now, uh, you know, if you, wherever you're checking this out, I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Subscribe. Subscribe. If, if you're on, if you're checking it out on YouTube, to see our ugly mugs. Uh, subscribe. Like comment as we said uh is always great so uh we'll see you on the next episode which we haven't decided on yet so we'll see we'll work it out we'll work it out within the next two weeks <laughs> uh so yeah until next episode this has been the reboot of chat cave known as the chat cave podcast episode one. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> number remake one channel one to <laughs> <laughs> it's a clusterfuck. This and... is like uh, this is like all the remakes confusing me. Yeah. Me. <laughs> so uh, until next time, goodbye. Bye.